So uh, if you see that word, what do you think? Come on, quickly. What is it? Give yourself. Anybody else on this side? What does it mean? Vian. Devote. That is not the vote that you did like two weeks ago. It's not that. The vote. That was the vote, not the vote. Okay. <laughs> Commit yourself to something. Anybody else? Come on. Love. Come on. This morning I got some amazing answers. Hey? To follow, to pursue. Anybody else want to take a shot at this? Give everything up for. That's a lucky one. Marius, did you see? <laughs> Was it Ben? Die to self. Okay. So let's look at this word to devote yourself. Let's look at it because I think it's something that we, we often actually refer to and often talk about. And if you've been in Josh Jen for a little while, you'll be able to almost quote Acts chapter 2, verse 42, and they devoted themselves. But what do I devote myself to? And first and foremost, how, how does this start? So let's quickly look at this word devote. And what I did was I literally went to Google this word, and it means to give all or a large part of one's time or resources to a person. So either you're going to give everything, or at least a large part of your time and your resources. It means to, to be devoted, means to be zealous or ardent in attachment, in loyalty or affection. In other words, there is this, I'm drawn to you, and I'm attached to you, and I'm loyal to you, and I'm fervent in that. Like a devoted friend. Somebody said to give up. To give up everything. To concentrate. It's, it's a very, the language is very like, there's, there's a singular thing here. To be concentrated on your pursuit, on your occupation, your purpose, and your cause. That's to be devoted. So Paul writes in the book of Corinthians, 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 3. Paul writes this, if you can put that up for me, Jody, please, that's scripture. He says, but I am afraid, and he really is. The verse before that, he is actually saying to the Corinthian church, he says, I want to present you like a chaste virgin. One day, like a dad wants to walk his little daughter down the aisle. I want to present you to Christ. He says, but I am afraid. The language there is real. He says, I'm afraid that as the serpent deceived Eve by his cunning, your thoughts, this part in your, in your brain, the, the, the thought part, because we don't take thoughts captive to the obedience of Christ. Anything, the Bible says, that exalts itself above Christ is an idol. But we don't take it captive. He says, your thoughts will be led astray from a sincere and pure devotion to Christ. My devotion starts with Christ and it ends with Christ. That's where it begins. Peter on the day of Pentecost, he's preaching under the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit being poured out. 
The Bible says that they will become witnesses to him. The Holy Spirit is poured out on, on these men and women in the upper room. And the first thing is, the Bible says that they were cut to their heart. They were pierced, some translations would say. And that's in Acts chapter 2 verse 37. They were wounded, some translation says, in their conscience. Are you wounded in your conscience? Is God speaking to you and is He cutting you? Because the Word of God in the book of Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12 to 13 says that the Word of God is like a sword. The Word of God is a two-edged sword that will pierce between bone and marrow, between soul and spirit. It's the Word. So when the preaching of the Word happens, and I do pray tonight that there is an anointing on this Word to pierce you tonight. To pierce to your heart, that you will be cut to your heart, that there will be a conviction or a remorse, a sharp pain will be felt in the heart. <laughs> That's what I'm praying, that you will see Jesus, that you will fall in love with Jesus, that you will be besotted with Jesus. In the book of Song of Solomon, in chapter 5, verse 8, the Shulamite girl, she says this, I adjure you, O daughters of Jerusalem, if you find my beloved, tell him that I'm sick with love. The New King James Version says, I am lovesick. Who's been lovesick? Who's been lovesick? Come on. You just did a marriage course. You should be lovesick. Huh? You're getting there. I'm lovesick. I love my wife. We've been married for 14 years. 30. I love her. I'm lovesick. When I'm away from her, I miss her so much. I'm lovesick. Tell my wife I'm lovesick for her. I'm lovesick. Are you besotted with Jesus? Is Jesus your all in all? Is Jesus everything? When you wake up in the morning, you cannot wait to wake up to grab your phone and look at Facebook. Or do you say, good morning, Jesus? What do we do? Because that thing has just become an idol. That thing has just become an idol in my life. If I look at that first, he should be my all in all. He should be first in my thoughts. When I wake up, my every waking hour, Jesus should be the one. That is what devotion means. But we are committed. We're a committed people. I've been to prayer meeting. I'm coming to prayer meeting. And I'm coming to church. And I'm doing my little thing. And I'm, I'm, I'm going on an outreach. None of that means anything if you don't love Jesus. Nothing. We just committed. That's religion. There's no relationship in that. No relationship whatsoever because he wants us, look at this again, to give up everything. To be zealous or ardent. To give up all for a person. Are you prepared? And it's easy to pray these prayers. Listen, my friends, I've prayed this prayer because I heard it in a song one day. Oh, Lord, break my heart with the things that break yours. Who's prayed that prayer before? Who's heard that before? Like I prayed that prayer one day. I was like, God, I'm going to be so super spiritual. I'm going to pray this prayer. Guess what he did? He showed me my black heart. He showed me my heart. He said, your heart breaks my heart. 
Come on, don't pray that prayer. Please. Like everybody's like, okay, I'm not, that prayer's off my list. Proskartereo. <laughs> That's this word that we talk about. Devote. To prevail in spite of difficulties, we prevail. <sighs> to endure. To remain firm. We don't stop. I look at Will Marie, and I know there's a lot of hindsight, and you look at his life, and I've known the man. I mean, that guy got on his bike with, with cancer, and he drove around, I don't know how many thousands of kilometers, just to be with the people of God. There wasn't just a commitment there. There was a devotion to Jesus. Now we're seeing him face to face. Staying in a fixed direction. That's what it means to continue to do something with intense effort. Are you continuing to do something? This thing called devotion. Are you? And the Lord, I'm going to show you right now what the Bible tells us, the things that we should devote to. But the Bible also tells us there are things that we should not devote to. And sometimes I think we keep ourselves way more busy with the things that we should not devote ourselves to. And the things we should devote ourselves to. To continue to do something with intense effort, with the possible implication of difficulty. <laughs> you might be praying for that breakthrough. You might be praying for that duster and you just get a VW, you know. <laughs> Beetle. <laughs> and you're like, Lord, but why? I have, I have prayed. I've asked. I've been committed to this. So it's a pure and sincere. In actual fact, that word sincere is a simplicity. We need to come back to the simplicity of the gospel. We need to come back to the simplicity of Christianity again, my friends. We need to come back to the place where I am totally, madly in love with Jesus. And that is all that matters. There's nothing else that matters. All the other things will happen. All the other things will happen naturally. If you see, if you look into his face, if you see Jesus and you behold Jesus, prayer becomes easy. If you, all these other things become easy. Okay, so let's quickly look. Acts chapter 2 verse 42. That's a good place to start. What must we devote to? Well, the first one would be the apostles teaching. In other words, we know that we devote ourselves and give ourselves completely to the apostolic because the Bible tells us that we are built on the apostolic and the prophetic with Christ Jesus as the cornerstone. And it's not just the Old and the New Testament, okay? It's the apostolic, truly. And we have apostolic voices that speak into us that we listen to. But I think sometimes we think they just maybe okay advice, like a big brother that watches over us. Because we commit ourselves to some strange teachings sometimes. We listen to outside voices. Now listen, my friends, I'm not saying to you, you're not allowed to listen to Stephen Furtick. Okay. Yes, I say his name. I did. But if I had a diet, <laughs> Stephen Furtick wouldn't be high on my food chain. Okay, 
Now everybody is going to come and talk to me afterwards about Stephen Furt. What's wrong with him? Is Francis Chan okay? Yes, he is. Why are you doing this, Stefan? You are rocking my boat. Listen, I listen to these guys, and there's a lot of nonsense some of these folks talk. Honestly, there's a lot of nonsense. It's great. It's, it's like these little snapshots, and everybody is grabbing it. I remember as a young Christian, we used to have the Kurenkoruki. Who had those in your room? Those little, those seeds of faith. Those little, your prayer for the day. I think social media has made it easier for us. They give us the two minutes version of that with some dude talking now on Instagram. We open up and say, oh, yes, I've been fed. No, you have not been fed. <laughs> I don't know what you had. <laughs> those are those little things when you walk into the store and the lady say, do you want to taste the burevos? I mean, that's not a meal. That's like a little piece of burevos. Can I be naughty? We were in America together. There's this place in, in America called Costco. Costco, there are friends of ours that have their lunch at Costco. These folks walk around with platters to taste. But you can take as much as you want to. And we had this friend, Grant. He loves cheese. This oak stood like he would walk around through the place. You see this person with a, take more cheese, walk through, take more cheese. You can eat yourself duck on cheese just in Costco. That's a little different story anyway. Yes, I played this out so different in my head that this preach is going to go. The Word, the Word, we are devoted to the Word. We are devoted to sound teaching. Devoted. We're devoted to fellowship. Koinonia. And it means... In common or the base, it's, it's, it's a commonality. It's a common union that we have. In actual fact, I said this morning, it means social intercourse. Okay, that is not casual sex, young guys. Okay, I'm just saying. Social intercourse is not casual sex. Just putting it out there. Social intercourse is when I meet up with friends and I have communion with that person and we become one. There's this intimacy that I share and have everything in common. That's the church that happened in the first church. There's a scripture that says, if you read on, I think it's in verse 43, 44 roundabout. It says they, they, um, they were all together together. That's what it's, it's, they were all together in one place. But the Greek reads, they were all together, together. How, how are you all together, together? You go to the mall, we're all together. But we're not together, are we? We're not together. We're all in the same place, but we're not together. When we come to church, we're all together, together. Why? Because Christ binds us. Jesus is the center. Jesus is the reason why I come to church and that's maybe a good answer to your question. Why am I here today? It's Jesus. I'm here for koinonia, for social intercourse with one another. That's why we are here this evening. The second thing or third thing is we are here or what we need to be devoted to is the breaking of bread. Now, I've said this many times. Yes, it is the sacrament, the holy sacrament of communion. And we're not going to come to the table and profane it. Because the, the, the Corinthian church did that. 
But we're going to come and also when we often as we together, we eat together, meals together. That's what this church did. They had meals. They were devoted to that. And there was no one. There wasn't an, I don't see Peter with a little whip behind the 3,000 that said, what must we do? Now remember, they were cut to the heart. They were pierced. There was a strong conviction on them. And they said, what must we do? He says, repent, be baptized, and be baptized with the Holy Spirit. And then he continued and he said to them, save yourselves from this wicked generation. And then, verse 42 starts, they devoted themselves. I don't see a leadership behind them go, come on, come on. There's no thing of like, hey guys, come to church. There's going to be cool music. There's going to be lights, camera in action. Guys, there's going to be brother's coffee. That is a big thing. I will go to a church like that. I'm just saying, I'm just putting it out there. I shouldn't incentivize you to come to church. I shouldn't make this fun for you. Just Listen, we want to have fun. We want to have fun in Jesus. But the people devoted it. And this doesn't mean I'm a sour and baptized with vinegar kind of guy. You know, Christians, sometimes you walk past Christian bookstores. Why do they always look? look so, bro, you've got the best job. Like, you, like the best job. You're selling Bibles. <laughs> they sanitize your hand. Good morning. Good morning. What is wrong with you? We should love Jesus, man. We should be besotted, falling in love with him. They broke bread in one another's homes. And they broke their bread and they ate together with sincere hearts and with glad hearts. The next one is we are devoted to prayers. In Acts chapter 6 verse 4. But we will devote ourselves to prayer and to the ministry of the word. That's the next thing, by the way. We're not just... Just prayer. We also to the ministry of the Word of God. When was the last time you ministered the Word to somebody? And this is not a checklist and kind of go, Ugh. you know, I'm, yeah, I'm okay. Like I have prayed today. Like not like MC Hammer said, just to pray, just to make it today to the day. You know, that's that's not it. So this is, why do I pray? Because I want to talk to the one that I love. If I don't talk to my wife for six months, do you think I have a relationship with her? We used to joke, like when Skype was a thing, we had two computers next to one and I would go, hey. She would go, hey, next to me. How are you? No, how are you? <laughs> I chatted her up on Skype next to me. <laughs> but the problem is, if we don't talk, if we don't talk to the lover of our soul, if we don't talk to the one that I am so madly in love with, that's what prayer is. Prayer is not this religious thing. My kids, when they want a Barbie, this is not how they do it. Eternal Father, I come to Thee, and I ask of Thee that You would bestoweth on thy a Barbie. <laughs> 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 
No. You know what they do? They go like this. Oh, I want the Barbie, Daddy. I want the Barbie. Now that is travailing in prayer. That is supplication. Supplication means to beg. That's what they do. But that's what we do. Why do we have to go into a mode with Jesus and get a voice? We used to, I got saved in a full gospel church. I can say this. This man is dead by now. I know he is. So I love him dearly. But 29 years ago, this is how I was taught to pray. Every time we got into church, this is how I started. Eternal God, we are mindful of thee today. Honestly, I'm like, hey, Jesus, I'm awake. It's so good to be awake this morning. Have another day to be able to talk to you and commune with you and to fellowship with my brothers in Christ. Come on. 1 Corinthians. Next one. Just need a bit of water. Do not deprive one another. Okay, that's, don't worry. That's for husbands and wives. <laughs> for, a li- for a limited time. Just saying, putting it out there. That you might devote yourselves to prayer. All the married couples are like, well, we know what that verse is all about. Okay. You might devote your, we shouldn't have fun in church. What's wrong with you guys? This is character, man. <laughs> that you might devote yourselves to prayer. Prayer. There's a devotion to prayer. Let's just another one. Colossians 4 verse 2. Just to show you guys, just drive this one home. Continue steadfastly all the time in prayer, being watchful in it with thanksgiving. Okay. The next thing that we should be is the ministry of the word. We saw that one in Acts chapter 6 verse 4. 1 Corinthians, the next one. 16 verse 15, now I urge you brothers, you know that the household of Stephanas were the first converts in Achaia and that they have devoted themselves to the service of the saints. Are you devoting yourself to the service of the saints? Are you devoting yourself and giving yourself 100% to this household? To the person next to you? I know Paul says this. He says that you've given yourself first to the Lord and to us. And he commends them to that. And I commend you for giving yourselves to the leadership of this church. But you need to give yourselves to the saints sitting next to you as well. A devotion. A devotion. Service to the saints. Here's one. If, you, if you're ticking the boxes, I'm going to ask you guys who's done this one. Okay. 1 Timothy. Chapter 4, until I come, devote yourselves to the public reading of Scripture, to exhortation, to teaching. Who's done the public reading of Scripture lately? No, but you said it this morning. It was over the telephone. I told you, it's not public. Public. Public reading. That's amazing. It's amazing. When was the last time you've been to church? And I know I'm throwing the apple cart over here now. That you come to church and somebody read with a really good voice out of the book of Ephesians. We didn't sing a song. We didn't pray. We didn't do anything. We just listened. Somebody read the Bible to us and we go home. 
the Bible tells me I need to be devoted to that. The public reading of Scripture. I, I, I don't do that. I haven't done that. I haven't done the public reading of Scripture lately. The next thing is exhortation, encouraging of believers. You encouraging one another. As the day approaches, the Bible says, encourage one another. When you wake up in the morning, think about, honestly, I try and do that as quick as possible. The first thing in the morning, if I find somebody, there's somebody on my heart, I sent you a message and I want to encourage you and bless you with that. Do that. Be devoted to do that. Keep on doing it. Teaching. And then the last one is in Titus chapter 3, verse 18, verse 14. Saying is trustworthy. Uh, no. There we go. The saying is trustworthy. And I want you to insist on these things so that those who have believed in God may be careful to devote themselves to good works. These things are excellent and profitable for people. Ephesians chapter 2.10 says that God created you for good works. God wants us to do good works and be devoted. Verse 14, can we just skip that quickly? And let all people learn to devote themselves to good works so as to help cases of urgent need and not to be unfruitful. <laughs> so these are the things that God called us to be apart from the fact that we are devoted to Christ first. This is what it looks like. This is the things I want to devote my time and my energy and my money to. This. These things. But now there's a list also of the things that we should not devote to. Hebrews 13.9. Do not be led away by diverse and strange teachings. For it is good for the heart to be strengthened by grace, not by foods which have not benefited those devoted to them. In other words... There can be a devotion to strange teachings. Diverse and strange teachings. Hence the fact that we started off with the apostles' teaching right in the beginning. I'm not saying don't listen or don't read. If there's one person here that will encourage you to read, it would be me. But be careful of what you read. I want to sing that little song. Be careful, little children, what you see. Careful, little children, what you hear. And then I don't know the rest of the song. I don't know. I always forget that. Say, Father in heaven. I don't know the rest. I will make a great TikTok video. Hey? I know. Anyway, don't be naughty, you guys. Strange teachings. And especially... In today's day and age, it's so easy to access a lot of junk quickly. And it brings confusion. It's all it does. Because this one is trying to prove this point, and that one is trying from this. It's confusing at best. Try to navigate through that minefield is just crazy sometimes. We work hours as leaders to prepare good food for you guys. We do. Trust us. Trust that we will set doctrine, that we will set good doctrine, and we'll bring discipline, and we will bring good direction as elders. Trust us. If you're struggling with this, please come and talk to the elders. Come and talk to each one of us and ask us, 
Well, can I, can I? If, you, if you're doubtful about something, come and ask us. Okay, is that good? The next one is in 1 Timothy 1 verse 4. There's only three of them. Nor devote yourselves to myths. Man, another thing. There's so many myths that's out there. You just got to watch YouTube for long enough. All the strange teachings and the myths that are out there. Like the myth of that you can do church on your own. You can't. Well, we two or more gathered. Listen, guys, please don't quote that scripture out of context in Matthew 18. It's got nothing to do with meeting in a church. It's all got to do with discipline in the church and the elders making a decision on discipline in the church. But we are two or more. I'm the church. No, you're not the church on your own. You cannot be the church on your own. You're a part of the church. You're a part that's representing Christ. And as we come together, this is what it looks like. This is what he's looking for is as we come together. But you can't do this on your own. You can't be a lone ranger Christian. You can't be. You've got to be. If you take a coal out of the fire, he will die. The last one is endless genealogies. What does that mean? Endless genealogy. Spiritual pedigrees. Spiritual pedigrees. I used to do that. Man, I used to put on a red shirt. The new prophet is in town, and I would go sit in the meeting with my red shirt on and waiting for the prophet to prophesy over me. Here am I, prophesy. That's what we do. That's spiritual, you know, kind of wachmut. It's all it is. It's just being a snob. You just want to hang out with the apostle when he's here. Like, come on, can I carry your suitcase? Yes, carry your suitcase. Doesn't matter. I know this one and I know that one. And I've met that one. Who cares if you've met them? Do they know Jesus? I know Jesus. That's all that matters. In the end of the day, we're all equal when we're going to stand before the Lord. I'm going to show you guys a little video. Some of you might have seen this. And then we're going to end. Okay. You. Look at your eyes. Look at them. Speckled. Colorful. Each one unique, and I created every one of them. I created everything, the universe, and you. I gave you your personality. I made you pure, complex. And every day, I give you life. I love you. But something happened. You cheated on me. You didn't trust me. You sinned. You cut yourself off from me. And although you're still alive, you were slowly dying. So you looked for other things. To fill the void, but nothing works. 
faster. And it separates us more and more. What are you searching for? I don't want you to die. I created you, not to be destroyed, but to know me. So I became one of you, a fragile creation. I was tempted, but I never sinned. I came to save you. You have so many sins, and they have a cost. Someone has to die. You. Or me. So I took on your sin. And traded in my life for yours. And I died in your place. Because I love you. Then. from the dead. I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am Jesus. I'm not here to condemn you. I came to bring you back to life. Rely on me. I will forgive you. And give you eternal life. I love you. I did all of this to have a relationship with you. Will you follow me?